Hey there, my name is Linda Monaghan and it is my mission to help you grow your business, improve your life and find your calm, whatever that may be. Welcome to the Corporate to Calm podcast, where you learn from their experience. Hey there, you are very welcome to today's episode of Corporate Cam. I am speaking to Sheena Dunn from Siest Sleep. What a powerhouse of a lady. Oh my goodness. This woman has created a product that helps you sleep. She has put her heart and soul into this product, launched it during the pandemic. Really successful, sustainable, ethical product. And I just can't wait for you to hear her journey to the product and how the product got to market. Please enjoy Sheena Dunn's Corporate Cam Journey. Hi, Sheena. How are you? I'm great. Thanks for having me on. Oh, I'm so excited to have you here. Thank you so much uh, for agreeing to be a guest on the Corporate Cam podcast. Introduce yourself. Tell me who you are. Sure. Um, I'm Sheena and this is one of my sleepers. So I own CS Sleep. I founded and launched it in January 21. And I help people sleep. Um, I created a weighted sensory product that is um, suitable for anyone age five plus. So they're also in nursing homes. um, And they are incredibly calming. Um, So this is, yeah, this is the shorter sleeper here. And I have a longer body one too. So if you've heard of a weighted blanket, um, this is a similar product, except you can hug it and it's much more versatile. So you can use it for knee pain, back and hip pain, um, but mostly it's for anxiety. So to help you calm your racing mind and to get out of your head and into your body to relax you for sleep. Oh, I love that. I'll put the website in the show notes so people yeah, can great. click in as well to have a look at the, the the variety so how did you end up here how did you develop a product like because it's such a unique thing to do even though I know we're surrounded and bombarded by products but mm-hmm. when you get something that is fairly unique it, it it's an, an amazing achievement thank you um so my background isn't in product design I was working in Google for four years before I uh, set up Siest um I just had an idea uh, and I think like like a lot of uh, people my idea was born out of a need so yes. I I wasn't uh, sleeping very well and it was around 2019 that I started getting interested in sleep and I was lucky enough to hear an amazing uh, sleep consultant and through listening to them I just realized how little I knew about sleep so I wasn't sleeping, but it, I wasn't increasing my knowledge of sleep. And I also really didn't know how how important sleep is and how sort of dangerous it can be if your sleep isn't good. So from 2019, I just started learning. I started researching, doing like online courses um, just learning as much as I could about it to see if I could help my own sleep. But it was also an area I became fascinated in. And mm-hmm. then yeah, when did I develop the product? It was um, it was March 2020, and I was I bought away to blanket, um, but I realized it it was just too heavy for me, um, and a bit claustrophobic. Uh, they can be quite warming, um, as well. So it didn't work for my partner, and we had a two year old at the time, so she was coming in and out of the bed, and the weight it just didn't work. So I thought I could do something else. I could do something better, yeah. and. 
I'm guessing there's people like me who uh, want something to calm them and want something to relax them quickly, um, but also needed to be cooling and fresh. And so then I set about uh, researching all the fabrics, the materials, and I started designing a prototype um, in my garden, actually, during lockdown. Um, and yeah, it started started really from there. So it was March 2020 when I started creating the first prototypes for the product. That's amazing. And I love that you found something that not only you need, but everybody else needs as well, which is such, such, you know, because sometimes we do kind of tend to fix ourselves through mm-hmm. our products and services, but it's an amazing achievement when you find something that has a demand as well. Well, I, well, I think so, actually the big thing on that, though, is um, I find a lot of the sleep rules that are out there and the guidance, I find them really restrictive mm-hmm. and none of them seem to apply to me. So I was working a busy professional job and um, I have a two a two year old at the time. And I was like, well, I can't get eight hours in a row. Yeah. Can't have this spa like experience when I go to bed. Um, I'm trying to juggle too many things. So why aren't there, I suppose, ways to help people like me uh, sleep? Why is it so sort of rigid? And why is the only answer to take sleep medication, which it really is in a number of cases, especially for women. So I wanted a product that would that would work for your whole family. And I think this is where really the the value of my business, we focus on sort of the, the whole family, because Women are the last to get the help that they need. They will help their children, their parents, their partners, their friends. Um, but they they really will leave themselves to last. I'm sure you uh, talk to a lot of people about this. So, again, I wanted a product that like you can share this with your children. So from five plus once they're sleeping, the chances are you'll get a better night's sleep as well yourself. Um, yeah. You can bring it to your mother-in-law, your mother um your father, and they can help get the rest that they need. You'll know that they'll sleep better in bed. And I suppose it's, it's for me, it's helping all of the areas of a family so that the woman in the end will get the sleep that they need. And that was part of my design as well. Um, because and because I, I know that women won't choose to help themselves first. I see them, they buy it for gifts yes. way before they buy it for themselves. Like I have customers who've bought uh, two and three and then finally they're like, I'm getting it for myself. I'm finally treating myself. I'm like, brilliant. <laughs> and I love that because it's so funny. I um from my kind of wellness background, um, I've, I wrote a blog on sleep and I had so many caveats because I got I got so frustrated with people going, just get eight hours. And mm-hmm. I was like, no, but if you're a new mom, if you're stressed, if yeah. you can't pay bills, if you have a teenage son or daughter that's coming in from the pub at night and you're waiting up to hear you know it, yeah. I, I realize that there's so many caveats that yeah. it actually telling somebody to get eight hours probably applies to about a percent of the population or something yeah. like that and it can know? do more harm than good so one of the yeah. main principles for sleep is the idea that you should trust your sleep so trusting your sleep is sounds a bit big but basically a good sleeper doesn't try very hard they're just a good sleeper. They haven't learned a magic trick. They don't think about their sleep really and they just go to bed. So trust that your body will do this natural process. And I think that's one of the hardest things to realize um, when you've got all these other things going on. I haven't explained that very well. well no, I, 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 I understand <laughs> what you're saying because it's so funny that I do think that 
you know, I definitely, you know, from my own experience, if if your your mind's going crazy, like it, it, you know, it is harder. And then you look beside you, and twenty seconds, like my partner to sleep. <laughs> yeah, what the? But it is it, and we've we've actually chatted about this previously. How bespoke it is, and everything, and even you know, I, I know that part of the process is all of the study that you've done and the study that you're continuing to do and like three tips for a better night's sleep because you know there's so many myths out there you know we've chatted about the coffee myth Mm -hmm. yeah well I'm quite fortunate or um or crazy uh I have gone back to college so I'm studying sleep in the University of Oxford I'm studying sleep medicine there Uh, it's part of a master's and I'm doing it in in modules so I suppose my my tips um they're coming from a background of uh learning research and, and data i'm not a sleep scientist and i'm not claiming to be a sleep consultant yes. but my information is based on um the teachings from the university of oxford truly and i think the the sleep tips and then there's tactics so i think a lot of people are looking for um, a magic pill and i th- think it's I'd love to start applying some of the lessons we're learning with respect to obesity to sleep. So there was really good um, changes to the obesity guidelines last week where people have finally realized that it's not just about calories in and calories out and that it's about behavior and it's about supporting from a the mental point of view, the lifestyle point of view and the knowledge point of view. There's so many aspects to it. And I'd love to take that into the sleep world. Mm -hmm. We're not there yet. We're still in the eight hours a night, don't drink coffee. Like it's very tactical and very rigid. So so for me and for what I what I talk to people about is you need to value your sleep. That's the number one tip. If you value something, you'll do whatever you can yeah. to protect it, to um, work around uh, work around it. So supporting it changing your habits to prioritize it. So valuing something. I think if you if you put sleep on the same level of importance as like making sure you're breathing fresh air and eating, eating correctly and getting exercise and loving your family and friends, put it up there uh, and value it, I think is the the number one tip that I'd actually have. Um, There's other areas like personalizing it and things like that. But I think if you're if from a tactical point of view, one thing I would always do is get up at the same time every day. You cannot go to bed at the same time every day. And I hear so many people telling you to do that. And that actually is, I think it can really stress people out because they're not able to do that. But if you get up at the same time, that's something you can control. If you get up at the same time every day, it'll only take a few weeks for your sleep rhythms to start getting back into into sync. Um, I think another sleep tip is, uh, know when you need to seek help. Okay. So it's absolutely normal to wake up in the middle of the night, to have a few bad nights sleep during a month. You might have a big work meeting on. You, if you have children, they might be sick. Uh, it might be, you might have hormone changes. Um, and it, that's really normal. So recognize what's normal. Uh, but when to seek help is if you've got problems going on for more than three months. So if you're unable to sleep through the night for more than three nights a week for more than three months and you're tired during the day, this is what 
is part of the recognition of what insomnia is. That's what you need to go and seek help. Mm-hmm. So the other it's insomnia and sleep apnea are the two biggest sleep problems we'll see. Sleep apnea, when to seek help. Are you snoring really loudly? Um, is someone telling you you are? And are you waking up gasping for air? And most importantly, are you not refreshed during the day? So you need to go and talk to somebody. Um, and when I say somebody, I mean your GP. Mm-hmm. They will refer you to a sleep specialist and a sleep consultant. So uh, to summarize the tips, really value your sleep, prioritize yeah. your sleep at a basic tactical level, wake up at the same time every day. And the third one is know when to seek help. Yeah. Yeah, because that's and it's so funny because we you've just talked about um we're bringing back to women that that they put themselves down the bottom and you know oh I finally bought one and you wonder are people buying the product as a solution to insomnia and you're kind of like well no you need to actually it it it, it, it the product is the tool as well yeah. as all of the other factors um around yeah. it as well yeah what. What motivates you? I know that obviously there's different times of of March 2020, but what motivates you to launch a product in the middle of a pandemic? Um, So what motivated me? Uh, I love working in general. I love it. Uh, I just get motivated by learning. And um, but what motivated me to actually launch this is so I was in the garden with my daughter putting glass beads into um, one leg of a tight tying a knot in it, sticking more glass beads in another. And then we put that leg of the tight into the other leg and filled it with fiber and wrapped it in a sheet. So that was like our first prototype. And I used that for two months and it worked. There was like zero product design with this at all, but it worked. It calmed me. It helped me sleep. I had more quality sleep. My daughter adored it. And I thought, if I can actually get this designed and bring it to market. So what motivates me is I know that this can help so yeah. many people. And it that it truly motivates me. I, I know that if people have more education on sleep, the sleep education is like so low at the moment, both in the in the medical world, in the GP world, in the pharmacist world. It's really low. I'm also doing um, a sleep uh, course for pharmacists. There's an amazing um person in the UK who's trying to educate frontline pharmacists on sleep so education uh, that really motivates me to get more people to learn about sleep what's good sleep what's bad sleep and what's the right sleep for you Uh, that really truly motivates me so helping people helping people uh, in terms of an education but knowing that this product um, can actually help them Um, the other thing that really motivates me is as my business grows um, my investment and my customers' investment in mental health charities grows. So 10% of my profits go to mental health charities. There's no sleep charity at the moment in the UK or the, in Ireland. Um, and so I, I know the big connection between the two. If you don't sleep well, generally you're, you're not, you don't feel like yourself. So what motivates me too is the more my business grows, the more support there'll be for mental health as well in Ireland. And how do you use the CS product? How do you like, do you lie on it? Do you hug it? Do you, is there yeah. all different ways to use it? Lots of different ways. Um, have you ever seen one of those bikes that has no pedals, Linda? Yes. Okay. So the first question that adults ask with that when they see it is, 
how are they going to cycle? There's no pedals. What a child does when they get on is they just zoom off. Yeah. They get on and they zoom off. Well, a sleeper is sort of like that. It doesn't need a manual. If you choose to sleep on it on your head like this, uh, can you see me there like that? Yeah. I can. Um, I can. That, that's how you use it. Um, the majority of people hug it in and sleep on their side. People also place it between their knees because it won't go flat. Other people place it behind their back. Um, it reduces snoring and can work as a positional tool. So to stop you rolling over. So for sleep apnea, side sleeping is one of the first um, recommended uh, suggestions to, to help improve the symptoms. Um, so it can be used in so many ways. Some people lie on their chest. So say their mind is really racing at night and um, you lie on your on your back, put it on your chest and you can use it for deep pressure. So you can do it with your breathing exercises and just follow the stripes until you start relaxing. Uh, that's really the joy of the product. You don't need a manual because I think for me, the the market didn't have anything that works quickly. And I think that's mm-hmm. why people reach for pills. The average use of medication is uh, five to seven years in Ireland. Uh, the average recommended time by doctors is three weeks. So there is no doubt that a sleeping pill is useful in acute for acute insomnia. So for bereavements, for to help you get back into a pattern of good sleep. But it's absolutely not something to be used for the long term. So I needed something that works quickly um, to help people see that there's another option there as well. So how to use it? Yeah, so many different ways. And it's my customers tell me, to be honest, they go, yeah. oh, actually, when I'm reading, I place it behind my neck and I love that it calms me and then I bring it down to bed. So I feel like even when I'm in my living room, I'm getting into that um, calm sort of feeling and that helps me sleep. Other people put it underneath their back as well. So it gives them comfort. It'll stay um, it'll stay there. Uh, it won't slip down like other yoga people are using it as a bolster for yoga it, and it really do you find that people some people have bought multiple ones for their own use yeah so they use it for lots of different ways um where it's great for children is um it's the same as putting your hand on a child's back so mm. uh, you can put it behind their back they can cuddle up with it but then you place it uh, behind their back and they just feel comforted. So you don't have to sit there for hours um, and they're supported and they know that they're, yeah, they feel minded. So lo- lots and lots of many ways, but my customers really tell me, to be honest. I love it. I love it. And like the business side of things for CS sleep and for, for then looking at you personally, what do you do for you every day to make sure that the business is going forward and make sure that you are well enough and, you know, motivated enough to drive that business forward what habits would you do every day to to do that I'm definitely motivated so I don't need to do that (laughs) I don't need to remind myself of that so in terms of from a wellness point of view yeah Yeah. so I definitely prioritize my sleep that helps um I started so this year I decided to get in it's my year of strength and I'm personally not someone who is great at committing to exercise for any long period of time I get interested in something else. So this year I have um, committed to doing stuff every day. Uh, and now I do Pilates three or four times a week. Um, it's only for like 15 or 20 minutes, but I do it in the mornings. Um, I walk a lot, so I don't drive. I walk and cycle. So I get lots of early air. Uh, that's really good for your sleep. I love that. Um, 
I have a lot of fun. I think uh, I have lots of joy and I get, I love cooking. Uh, I love my family, I love my friends, but I, yeah, I prioritize these things. I, I truly do prioritize, um, prioritize those things. I read a lot as well. Yeah. And it, as far as um, your day is concerned, like, would you utilize a lot of time in the morning and then focus on the business for us? So have you time in the morning and then focus on the business? How do, how do you structure your day? Are you efficient with your time? How, how, how would you, you um, see your day going? Yeah, uh, so our daughter is now seven, so she goes to school and uh, I so I work from um, nine o'clock until half two and then I pick her up um, if she's a play date. I'll work then for the afternoon as well. Um, but otherwise I'll work for the half day and do a little bit of customer customer interactions uh, during the day. But I didn't set up a business to um have a lifestyle that I that makes me unwell. So mm-hmm. I've worked in uh Deloitte and Google, as I said, I've I've worked in big organizations and I know what burnout is and I know when you don't feel like yourself. So I I really manage my time with the business um, and I make sure that I'm not working 24 hours a day. Yeah. 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 I think that's it's hard. That's it so... is hard, especially at this time of year. Like, yeah, it's really I, I'm say... I'm busy. So it's brilliant. Um, and I'm I pack the sleepers as well still. And um, yeah, I'm busy with preparing manufacturing runs for next year. I'm I'm also studying. Um, I've also got other ideas in the pipeline. So, but, but I love it. I love it. Yeah. And what, so you do, are you conscious that you put the phone away or you turn off notifications or, you know, cause it's so hard when you have things coming in and they're like, sold, sold. Yeah, yeah. No, it's great. And I do have a beep, which comes in. And I'm so excited every time. I really. So that's the thing, isn't it? It's like, it's how it's, it's nearly a mindset thing, isn't it? It's like looking at, at, you know, it's not a chore. It's something that really creates excitement for you. I'm like, yes, I'm going to help someone. Um, The, so I do, I turn off. uh, I really notice that loads of my friends get free at around half nine at night. So you can end up having all these WhatsApp chats and I was having loads of them. And then I was like, no, this isn't working. So at nine o'clock, I actually don't respond to any texts. Yeah. I mean, friends and family. So I cut off all notifications. Um, and that's really helped me because it, it means that I've just sort of got a, a nicer evening. And yeah, um, yeah. so that I, I really do that. I also definitely don't keep my phone in my room at night. Yes. Yeah. I know that's yeah, you have to do, like, oh my god that's something I started about four years ago and even so, some nights when I'm here by myself I have to have the phone in the room like yeah. you know what I mean just for safety and yeah. it drives me mad <laughs> yeah I'm I know you do notice it because um yeah when my husband travels I'll I will bring the phone in as well same and the same it, it's really tricky like and like I work in sleep I know the impact of it um yeah. but it, it's really hard uh to yeah, they're very addictive. Yeah, very- yeah they are. And, it's, it, you know, that's the thing. You just, yeah, yeah, it is. It is really like, it's so funny. I, I was talking about, um, I've been out last week and I just left my phone at home because you just tend to, like, if you, if you, you can't have quality time. Yeah. Um, I look around and I, I, I even sit and having dinner with my family the other night and I, I hadn't brought my phone and everybody was just like, 
I was like, is anybody going to talk to me? <laughs> yeah. you know, one of the um, things I do, though, is like I never get it all right or all wrong. Like I don't have a perfect sleep routine that I do every single night. And I yeah. think that's really important for people to talk about the normalities of life. Um, so like one night a month, I will have my phone and I'll be like looking at scrolling. Yes. And what am I doing? Yeah. But then I don't beat myself up over it the next yes. day. So, OK, tomorrow I'm going to start again and get back into my routine. Um, yeah. So that's really important for people to share that knowledge, though, and not be sharing how I always get it right and I always meditate or I always run like I don't because, always do any yeah things. because the thing about it is is that like talking about even even about you know getting up early and I really like I'm such a believer in getting up early but mm-hmm. at the weekend mm-hmm. you know I don't get up the same time I get up during the weekdays as I do at the weekend I, I mean it might be an hour or two later but yeah. it is it is and I think that it's so funny these you know I get up at 4 a.m. I get up at 2.30 a.m. to go to the gym and I'm like, what? when do you actually, you know? Well, these- that's unhealthy. Like, there's no one who disagree with that. That's not healthy for you. Like, and I, yeah, no. I sort of hope that day had gone uh, for that. But I, like, I, I do still do see, I still see some of that and I'm just like, that's just not like, you know, seriously, like, uh, I don't know. I think that's people trying to avoid people. <laughs> yeah, or, um, or, or it's back to the education thing I said. So yeah. like sleep, uh, sleep knowledge is really low. Yes. What is good sleep? What does it look like? What happens when you're not sleeping well? And like, like if you don't sleep well for a night, like you actually shouldn't be allowed to drive. Like, I don't know if people really know these. That's so so interesting, isn't it? Like like, like if you had a few drinks, obviously you wouldn't drive and everyone's well aware of that. But we're sort of like our knowledge of sleep is so low at the moment. We're sort of like back in the 80s for alcohol. Um, And like, I really want us to start learning taking the learnings from obesity and how we're learning to approach what is a disease for people now Um, and this idea of shame like needs to be completely removed from it but sleep is the same like you shouldn't feel shamed that you're not able to have this deemed perfect eight hours nights eight hours uh, sleep a night we we need to understand sort of the why you need to sleep the benefits of it and and how to flex and uh, make it work for you basically so you yeah. get quality refreshing sleep yeah and that the fact that yeah well that's it and and it's not a one-stop shop for all no, not at all no yeah, yeah. and mm-hmm. tell me about um you mentioned products in the pipeline is there can you talk about anything or is it all very hush hush yeah. and secret um, well one thing I can is um so I was lucky to get a innovation grant uh last year from Enterprise Ireland and I Amazing. did independent research with Trinity on the products. So that was brilliant. Um, all the research is up online. Um, so it was really nice to get, uh, yeah, independent research showing the value of them and how they work. But I have received another innovation grant and I am going to run a national sleep study. So Amazing. Trinity want to work with me again, which is great. And we are currently going through various questions Um. And it'll go to then an ethics board. Something really important to me and to Siest is, yes, we have a sleep product, but it's the education side and the knowledge side. And for me, you only know what solutions are useful when you know what the problems are. And there's no clear um, baseline or benchmark understanding of uh, people's sleep in Ireland. So we have anecdotal evidence 
we can see there's hundreds of thousands of people on, on waiting lists um, for sleep studies. But what we we don't really know um, people's knowledge of sleep um, and what's what their biggest concerns are. Do you know what I think is so interesting, though, when you talk about people who just accept that they're bad sleepers? Yeah. So, and that's because the, what you've talked about, about if, if you are not having if you are having a bad night three times during the week for, for a consistent three months, like you see people and, you know, whether it's online or talking to people face to face and it's like, I'm, I'm just a bad sleeper. And, yeah. you know, it's the fact that, you know, you're not, though, you, maybe you just haven't had the tools or the information to to see. The, the gold standard right now for insomnia is something called cognitive behavioral therapy for insomnia. So what I mean by gold standard is this is the number one um, medically recommended solution um, or treatment pathway for people. We don't have many options for that here in Ireland. OK, so what happens is you then get recommended to take a sleeping tablet. Right. Because there aren't enough places for people to go to get that treatment. So like this is these are some of the challenges in sleep um, at the moment. And it's it's such a sort of a new time for sleep. Um, and I'm really excited for that. But uh, yeah. yeah, we're very much at the beginning of our learning. And people people don't think that there's a solution for them. They think that they're the anomaly and nothing in the world is going to help them because all they're hearing is this rigid eight hours uh, sleep a night. Yeah sort of nearly a myth um, and they then they're so far away from that that they feel hopeless and hope for me isn't one of the number one things I want to give to people there is hope for your sleep both through education and through um, helping you get out of your head and into your body more I love that I love that that sounds great um, tell me something not a lot of people know about you about me oh so much Linda um <laughs> So, uh, what not a lot of people know about me. I got a tattoo when I was 18, when I was living in Barcelona. Yeah, that's one thing. Um, No, so I'm a trained uh, chef. I, uh, when I was 30, um, very late, uh, went to Ballymaloo and did the three month uh, cooking course there, which is absolutely amazing. And then I worked in restaurants for about a year and a half after that. And I adore cooking. Absolutely adore it. What's your signature dish? So I don't have one. Uh, I think I I'm I love innovating. Like uh, I my friends and husband calls me like a like a rustler. So I'm someone who I can open a cupboard or open a fridge and I'll always be able to cook something. Um, and that actually makes me really happy, like trying lots of different flavors. Like I often spin a globe, which is like a country or a continent and I'll cook something from there. I amazing I love that same same thing um with cooking it's just about having the techniques it's like sleep to be honest if you have if you understand the basics then then you can sort of do anything yeah and with regards just this is just popping into my head like with regards to the business it just seems like no is just not an answer it's just you're pushing forward regardless with this concept and the Absolutely. motivation because like, I was going to ask you about having an off day but to be honest with you it doesn't look like you have an off day no like like everyone like I'm very human I'm very normal like and I yes. so when I do when I start going what am I doing um then because some people will say oh it's just a pillow and if you hear something enough I think you can 
you can yes. believe it. And like, I'm yes. so passionate about it, but like, I'm very human. And so then, then I go, my, like, so Ed, my husband would always go, just read some customer reviews, just sit over there and That's read a few reviews and then you'll be grand. And That's I'll be like, so clever. And I start reading them and go, I am making a difference. Yeah. And then I go for it again. And it's really simple, practical. Um, yeah, but I love it. I love doing that. Yeah. Oh, I love that. That's brilliant. As far as, customer reviews are concerned like mm-hmm. do you there has to be a bad one has there there's bad so like I had someone call me the other day and they said their the sleeper wasn't working and they would so they sent an email in and um they they weren't happy with the sleeper and so instead of writing back I I talked to people so then Amazing. I called and talked and trying to better understand and um I think something like a product, it will always come back to expectations. So um, people are usually in a state of desperation, really with sleep. And it's it's a really tricky thing. Um, So then talking to this lovely woman, like at the end, she was she was actually crying on the phone because she felt so grateful to be listened to. Um, so her her daughter had had 20 years of sleep problems, lots of operations, sleep consultants, CPAP machines, um, mandibular devices, like was sort of doing everything. And then the disappointment that after like one night that this didn't work, I think it was just all too much. And I I truly empathize um, with people on that. It was great that I was able to have the time to be able to listen to her. And I love that. Her. That's great. Um, so a corporate to come, we're about taking a risk and a leap to create your own happiness. What would you say to somebody who is thinking of an idea or a product or, you know, just thinking of changing their life in some way? Yeah, brilliant. Um, I always think it's funny that it's a, it's a risk for happiness, isn't it? Like it sounds yes. crazy, like, but that's right. the reality. And I understand, I truly understand that. Um, I was thinking about this question because you kindly sent it through. And I don't think I have a very good answer because I think there's so many stages where you're thinking about a business. Um, so it's hard to to know the exact um point one is get in touch with someone who's uh who's done it so don't like if anyone's listening to this and they want to talk to me 100% reach out um I think the other is your family and friends they love you deeply they also love stability and uh keeping your you safe and I think sometimes your family and friends uh won't be the right group of humans to talk to when you're at yes. the very beginning of of an idea um so protect your idea don't share it too widely and wait until you know you're confident in what you're trying to do or share it with a few like there's some cheerleaders in your life you know those people who are just oh go for it and they they like they won't tear it apart they'll just support you just find one of those people um, but really protect your idea I think at the beginning until you feel ready to uh, have it challenged and it will be challenged by yeah. most likely the people who you love the most yeah so yeah that's what I do I think that's that's so clever as well because sometimes as it's protection can can be very negative sometimes do you know that way and yeah. I mean they do think that they have your best 
best at heart, but it's just all you want is like, just go forward to do it. <laughs> yeah, but they know you and they know all your strengths and weaknesses. So it's tricky for them as well. Like, um, so yeah, I would find a cheerleader, but I would really protect my idea. Like I didn't talk about this, like when I had it all under NDA. So like I couldn't talk to anybody about the idea. Um, and I had to do that to get a patent. Um, yeah, there was very few people I talked to at yeah. the very beginning. For a long time, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's that's hard as well. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah. yeah but it's yeah. worth it. Absolutely yeah. worth it. Totally. Totally, <laughs> totally worth it. it. Totally, totally worth it. it. Um, I, I feel that we've talked about tips and myths. And before we kind of finish up, I feel um, that people are probably going, ask her, ask her. Do you, do you, I know we talked about not relying on the sleeper team, but yeah. is there any non-negotiable that you do before you go to bed every night besides your amazing um pillows besides these yes I do love them um non-negotiable is there is there a cup of peppermint tea is there I say, no, so I love Horlicks or Ovaltine I don't know if you know them it's like an old woman's drink yeah full of vitamins I love it so I love a warm drink um at night uh non-negotiable I love reading so reading yeah. really calms me but I have to I use a Kindle uh, so it is an electronic device but I love reading it gets me completely out of my head um and I love that yeah. I, I actually that that's a question is the Kindle the light from a Kindle different to the, the, the light from a screen yeah there's new studies on blue light okay. so you know like like any of this our sleep knowledge at the moment it is changing a lot um, okay. like I think uh yeah, just don't have it really blasting light on it. Yeah. So you, can tone, you can change the background yeah. light the Kindle. Um, yeah. But I, to be honest, I think if you're worrying so much about these tiny little things, the, it, that isn't there's really... A, there's a bigger issue. There's a much bigger thing. And it's, yeah. to, it's to look at all of your sleep um, and your sleep habits, I think, more broadly. Not just if I have it one setting down, is that going to work for me? I I. Yeah. yeah, no, I get it. I get it completely. Um, so Sheena, every week we have an either or, and it's just a little quick fire round before we finish up. So we'll always start with tea or coffee. Coffee. Um, a book or a podcast? Book. Um, Except for your book, podcast, Linda. That's so. Listen, don't worry about it. <laughs> I, I prefer a book as well. Um, <laughs> a bubble bath or bubbles? Bubbles. Uh, the sun or the slopes? Sun. Winter or summer? Oh, oh, ah! I can't I love seasons all for their different reasons. No, oh, me too. Me too. The, la- the, the long, the long pillow or the short pillow? Oh, for me, the short actually. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, you have to go in. You have to go into why now? Longer is more popular for lots of different people. Um, so I love. I don't know if can you see me there in my tummy? Yeah. I've turned myself off so I can't see. So I love um hugging it really into my tummy. Um okay. That, so it depends where you get hold your stress as well. Yeah. So I, I love holding it in there. And yeah, I find that really comforting. I love yeah. it. Brilliant. Um, is there anything else you'd like to share? Share well, thank you, first of all. Thank you so much for having me on. I think you're amazing. Really? Uh, I think the you make it sound like such a casual conversation, but I've just divulged my entire life. I love the fact that you talk about education and learning. And as well as that, Sheena, thank you so much for, you know, give people the permission to not get so hung up on it as well. Where can people find you? 
siestsleep.com, S-I-E-S-T-S-L-E-E-P.com. Amazing. So you'll find and all the of the links and everything. Yeah, so we, there's no middlemen. So they're all handmade in Ireland, uh, manufactured in Ireland, a, incredible material. So this is lensing tensile, which is the best tensile, which stays cool. Um, the fiber is the bounciest fiber you'll have. So it won't, um, you know, some pillows just sort of go flat within a few months. It won't. The glass is recycled glass, so it's not plastic. Um, it's, yeah, it's incredibly well made um and i think the the joy that you'll get uh from it is huge they they are a great gift so uh they come in a lovely um they come in one of these um lovely so these are all printed in ireland by um clee paper they're also known as ecolands and uh, made in germany and printed here but so you're buying an ethically made product so the people who made it are as happy as the people who are using it which is really oh, i love that i love that so all directly to you to um, the website so get onto the website there CS Sleep I'll put it all in the show notes thank you so much Sheena Dunn for being part of the Corporate to Cam podcast thanks a million have a great day you too thank you for listening to the Corporate to Cam podcast please subscribe leave a nice review it really does make a difference or simply come back and listen to us next time my name is Linda Monaghan inspiring you to take that leap from corporate to cam